Welcome to the fifth episode of the My Sports Update Football Podcast. I am your host, Ari Merov, back after missing last week. And we're back with a very special episode this week, a different type of episode of the podcast with the NFL trade deadline coming up on Tuesday, October 29th. And with a few trades already going down this week, including a blockbuster trade, I decided it would only be right if we talk about some players who might be in trade talks in the next week or so as the trade deadline nears. But first, before we get to that, I want to quickly go through that big Jalen Ramsey trade that we had this week and also talk about one big injury that happened last night on Thursday Night Football. Here we go, a lot to cover, don't want to waste much time, so let's get straight to it. Let's start off with the big news of the week. The Jacksonville Jaguars traded away cornerback Jalen Ramsey to the LA Rams for two first round picks and a fourth round pick. The saga is officially over. Jalen Ramsey goes to the Rams and the Rams paid a hefty price to make it happen. Now, Ramsey is just 24 years old, but two things about this deal. First of all, just like the Houston Texans with Laramie Tunsil, the Rams and Jalen Ramsey do not have a long-term deal in place when they did this trade. They gave up two first-round picks, but by not finalizing a long-term deal like the Bears did when they traded for Cleo Mack, Ramsey now has all the leverage because obviously the Rams are not going to let Jalen Ramsey walk when it's time for him to become a free agent because they gave up a hefty um, hefty package. But by not giving him a long-term deal, Ramsey now could go to the Rams and his agent could go and say that we want to be the highest cornerback in the NFL and not just be the highest paid cornerback in the NFL, but make us the highest paid cornerback in the NFL by a large margin. I'm not really understanding why the Texans didn't do um, a long-term deal of Laramie Tunsil and why the Rams are not doing a long-term deal of Jalen Ramsey when they're giving up two first-round picks and more to get the player. Secondly, the Rams have given out some big contracts over the last couple of years. Aaron Donald and Todd Gurley and Brandon Cooks and then Jared Goff this offseason and they're going to have to pay Jalen Ramsey eventually. Now, I'm not a cap genius and I know the cap continues to go up every season and it might go up dramatically when the NFL negotiates a new TV deal and there are ways to make the cap work but it feels like they're playing with fire of all the big fat contracts that they have that they have on the books and when they pay Jalen Ramsey and make him the highest paid corner in the NFL they're going to have the highest paid quarterback highest paid defensive lineman highest paid running back um, a top five um, paid wide receiver it feels like they're playing with fire when they have so many big contracts on the books and then lastly the Rams also traded cornerback Marcus Peters to Baltimore 
and they placed Akeem Talib and John Johnson on injured reserve this week. So that secondary is very banged up, and adding a shutdown corner like Jalen Ramsey will be a huge help. But the Rams have other problems as well, especially up front on the offensive line. The running game with Todd Gurley is just not there right now, and the quarterback play of Jared Goff has not been good. If that is not fixed... No matter how great Jalen Ramsey plays, it will be tough for the Rams to catch up with the 49ers and with the Seahawks in the NFC West. I understand getting Jalen Ramsey and getting a spark for that team. They're 3-3 and and 0-2 in the division. But um, when you have that many problems on offense, it is going to be tough to catch up when you have the 49ers who are undefeated and the Seahawks who have been incredible so far to start the season. We'll see if Sean McVay has some magic in him, but um, it will take a lot to bounce back in this division. Moving on to a big injury that happened last night on Thursday Night Football. Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes went down with a bad-looking knee injury on a quarterback sneak. The cart came out. He ended up not needing it, and he walked off on his own. By the time you listen to this podcast, there will likely be an official diagnosis on his status and a timetable for his return. But as of this recording, the latest report is that Mahomes dislocated his kneecap. There is no fracture, which is a good thing, and an MRI is scheduled for Friday. Now, I don't want to speculate on this, and somehow a bunch of people on Twitter became doctors last night when the injury happened. But the best case scenario from what I understand and what I'm reading from, you know, reliable people who understand these type of injuries, the best case scenario for Mahomes is that he's going to be out for two or three or four weeks. But the worst case scenario is that he is out for the rest of the season. And obviously that would be a major blow for the Chiefs. It would be a major blow for the NFL. If Mahomes would join that long list of quarterbacks who are out right now in the NFL, I mean, I have no words. It would just be awful. The NFL cannot afford to lose Mahomes. The Chiefs cannot afford to lose Mahomes. If they lose Mahomes, you could stick a fork in the Chiefs for the 2019 season. Everyone is hoping for the best. Patrick Mahomes did tweet after the game that everything is looking good. That is great, but doesn't really mean much until we get the results on the MRI and what we know about the ligament damage and if there is any ligament damage to his knee. Stick with the My Sports Update Twitter page for the latest. Alrighty, let's move on to the big part of the podcast, and that is looking forward to the NFL trade deadline. The deadline is on Tuesday, October 29th. Over the last few years, NFL general managers have become more aggressive before the deadline. There was once a time when making trades before the NFL trade deadline was just a rarity. It would just not happen. That is not the case anymore, as there are general managers that are willing to become aggressive 
aggressive and are willing to part ways with future draft picks in order to make their current teams better. Just last year, we saw Dante Fowler and Amari Cooper and Demaryius Thomas and Haha Clinton Dix and Golden Tate, among others, getting traded before the trade deadline. So let's look at some players who could potentially be on the market this year. There's always going to be some surprises that we don't expect, so buckle up for that. It's going to be real busy in the next week plus as the trade deadline nears. Let's get started here with Bengals wide receiver AJ Green. He has not played a single snap this season due to an ankle injury, which he suffered on the first day of training camp. He is in the final year of his contract and no long-term deal with the Bengals seems to be close. He has dealt with nagging injuries in the last two seasons and he'll be 32 years old when the 2020 season starts next year. Now, a couple weeks ago, head coach Zach Taylor told reporters that Green will not get traded. But we've seen in the past that coaches and general managers tell reporters that a player will not get traded, and guess what happens in the end? That player gets traded. I'm not saying that will happen here, but the Bengals are currently winless, and a rebuild is likely coming. AJ Green is up there in the 30s, and he is not hurrying back from this injury, does not want to risk anything. It would only make sense to trade Green and try to get future assets as the Bengals look at a different direction. We'll see what they do, but he is definitely one name to monitor as the trade deadline nears. Moving on to another player who has not played this season, but not because of an injury but rather because he does not want to be with his current team and that is Washington Redskins left tackle Trent Williams. Williams and the Redskins have had this standoff for a while now and there is no end in sight. He doesn't want to be with them and the team does not want to trade him. So what happens now? One of the best left tackles in football is not happy in his current situation. Giving him more money will not help. He's lost over $2 million in game checks, in game checks so far. He doesn't care. He does not want to be there. The Redskins are 1-5 on the season. And there are a handful of teams who would want Williams as they try to make a playoff push. Cleveland Browns general manager John Dorsey told reporters this week that he has been in contact with Redskins president Bruce Allen. The Browns are a logical destination. If there's one player who should be traded before the deadline, it is Trent Williams. It is, situ it is a situation that is not going to get resolved. He does not want to be there. The Redskins have to understand that. They could get a high draft pick and more in a potential deal. What are they waiting for? Nobody knows. Will they trade him? They have 10 plus days to do so and try to get the best package available for their left tackle. Who does not want to be there? Moving on to a tight end in Tampa Bay. It is OJ Howard. Howard was the... Bucks first round picks a couple years ago out of Alabama and he has the potential to be a top tight end in football but with new head coach Bruce Arians 
His talent isn't being used to its fullest potential. So far this season in six games, he has just 13 catches for 176 yards. The Tampa Bay Times reported this week that the team is not looking to trade O.J. Howard, even though his name has popped up in some rumors. And that makes sense since he has two more years left on his contract and it's on his rookie deal. So, but then again, you have to understand that, um, like I said of AJ Green, a team saying they won't trade for a player doesn't really mean much. If a team comes up and offers a one or a two for OJ Howard, would the Bucks say no? I'm not sure of that. We'll see what happens. But that is a number, another name to watch as the deadline nears. Moving back to the left tackle position and back to the Cincinnati Bengals. And this is a player that isn't getting much attention. It is Bengals left tackle Cordy Glenn. He has not played a game this season due to a concussion which he suffered in the preseason. Earlier this week, he was cleared to finally return to practice. But there was a report on Thursday that Glenn got into an argument with a Bengals coach because Glenn believed that he was rushed back from his concussion. And it got so bad that he told head coach Zach Taylor to cut him. And the Bengals fined Glenn $200,000 for conduct detrimental. He ended up missing practice on Thursday. He didn't show up. Again, this is a report that isn't getting much attention. But Glenn's name is one to watch as the deadline nears. He does not seem to be happy there in Cincinnati. A similar situation to um, what's happening in Washington with Trent Williams. But in this case, Glenn is actually was actually with the team and he's expected back. We'll see what happens with him. Next up is New York Jets defensive lineman Leonard Williams, who was actually in some trade rumors back in February, but nothing actually transpired. That was back when Mike McCagan was the general manager of the Jets. But Williams' name is back in trade rumors once again. Adam Schefter of ESPN reported on Sunday that multiple teams have shown interest and have spoken to the Jets about a potential trade. Williams is currently in the fifth-year option and he is making over $14 million this season. He is scheduled to be a free agent in March. We have not heard of the Jets looking to lock him up on a long-term deal, so it would make sense if the Jets look to try to get a draft pick out of him before he leaves in free agency in the offseason. After that, we have Patriots defensive end Michael Bennett. Bennett hasn't really done much in New England since he was acquired in the offseason from Philadelphia. And he is frustrated about it because earlier this week, he made it clear in an argument with one of his coaches that he is not happy with his role. And as a result, the Patriots suspended him one game for conduct detrimental. Now, Bennett isn't you know, being used the way he wants to be used. So it makes you wonder if the Pats will keep him around moving forward. I doubt they want to cut him and let him sign with a different team in the AFC like the Texans or the Chiefs, a team that the the Patriots might face later on in the playoff. 
but it would not be a shocker if the Patriots look to trade him before the deadline and trade him to an NFC team and out of conference. That would make sense. Another player who could be and is in trade rumors right now is Miami Dolphins running back Kenyon Drake. The Dolphins are clearly not interested in 2019 and they are looking ahead to 2020 and beyond. For what it's worth, Drake leads the Dolphins in rushing and receiving this season, but his name was brought up in trade rumors last month and it's once again being brought up this week. He is scheduled to be an unrestricted free agent after the season ends and extension talks with the Dolphins have not been going anywhere. So The Dolphins could get a draft pick for him and if they do, it would not be a surprise if he is dealt before the deadline. Another player who will be in trade discussions this week and as the deadline nears is Broncos wide receiver Emmanuel Sanders. He is in the final year of his contract and this is not the first time that he has been in trade discussions. Last year when the Broncos traded Demarius Thomas, there was talks that Emmanuel Sanders could go as well. They ended up keeping him. He's back this year and is fully recovered from his torn Achilles. But the Broncos are 2-5 and five and are coming off a terrible loss last night to the Kansas City Chiefs. Another player on the Broncos, Chris Harris Jr. He is also in the final year of his contract. That is two players on the Broncos who are in the final year of their deals. The Broncos, if they could get good value for any of them, they might consider trading them before they potentially leave in free agency. Another name to keep an eye on is a player who is returning from a six-game suspension. It is Cardinals cornerback Patrick Peterson. Now, I don't think he gets traded, and he sounds like he's happy to be back, but remember last year he requested a trade out of Arizona and then backtracked and finished the season there. Teams have called the Cardinals, and I'm sure the Eagles are one of those teams. They need secondary help, and they need it real bad. But as of now, teams have been told that the Cardinals have no interest in dealing him. We'll see if that sticks as the deadline nears. We just saw the Jaguars get two first-round picks and a fourth-round pick for for Jalen Ramsey. Obviously, Ramsey is just 24 years old and much younger, but Patrick Peterson is still a shutdown corner in the NFL and could help a team for the stretched run, for the stretch run, excuse me. But um, we'll see if Arizona decides to move on from him. Um, That is another name to keep an eye on. Four other names that have been brought up on Twitter and other places. Vikings wide receiver Stephon Diggs, Broncos linebacker linebacker Von Miller, Giants wide um excuse me, Browns wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr. That almost got me right there. And then Chargers running back Melvin Gordon. I would be stunned if any of them get traded. Um, if any of those guys any of those guys got traded, I think the entire NFL world would go bonkers. Um, Browns GM John Dorsey told ESPN last week that the rumors of an OBJ trade happening is fake news. So don't expect anything with Odell. It would be a major shocker if his name even came up in any legitimate report. Stephon Diggs, 
He is coming off a three-touchdown game. We know he's frustrated there in Minnesota, but it looks like the Vikings are back on track. He, just can't, he is coming off that big game, as I just said, and it is hard to picture them moving on from him. And then Von Miller, I mean, it is just hard to imagine the Broncos moving on from such an important player in their franchise history. It would be a major stunner if that happened. And then lastly, Chargers running back Melvin Gordon. He is back from his holdout. He has been with the team for the last couple of games, and he is still trying to get into a groove. We all saw Austin Eckler do such a great job filling in for Gordon while he was away, and I've seen Gordon's name come up in as a possible target for some teams. I've seen some people write about it, but if the Chargers couldn't get anything for Gordon while he was away, what would change now? I can't see anything happening there. So those four names, Odell Beckham Jr., Stephon Diggs, Von Miller, and Melvin Gordon, those four guys are likely staying put with their current teams. Before I wrap up this episode, I want to quickly run down some of the games that we have going on in week 7. It is crazy how fast the season is going. A bunch of good games going on this week. We'll start off with the Raiders and Packers, two teams that have been really impressive so far this so far this year. But in this game, both these teams are dealing with some serious wide receiver injuries. The Raiders are likely to be without Tyrell Williams, while the Packers are likely without Devontae Adams. Valdez, Scantling, and Geronimo Allison are also injured for the Packers. In Rams versus Falcons, Jalen Ramsey is likely to make his debut versus Julio Jones. Dan Quinn's seat in Atlanta is getting super hot. The Rams cannot afford to lose another game. 49ers and Redskins, Kyle Shanahan returns to Washington, and the 49ers look to stay undefeated. That defense is legit, and with Kyle Shanahan calling the plays on offense, they are no joke. Cardinals versus Giants, it is the battle of the top two quarterbacks selected in the 2019 draft, Kyler Murray versus Daniel Jones. We have three massive divisional games going on this week. Texans, Colts, Vikings, Lions, and Eagles, Cowboys. That is three huge games which could end up being the difference later on this season. The Lions have to bounce back after last week's officiating mess on Monday Night Football. The Cowboys, if they lose their four-string game, the Jason Garrett chatter will only intensify as the week goes on. Then we have the Ravens and Seahawks, Lamar Jackson and Russell Wilson on the same field. Earl Thomas will return to Seattle for the first time since leaving in free agency. His departure from Seattle was very messy. We know that he wanted to get a new contract. They didn't give it to him. He ended up breaking his leg. He gave the finger to to Pete Carroll. That will be very interesting to watch. Then we have Chargers and Titans. Two teams that just cannot afford to lose another game. The Titans are getting desperate. They benched Marcus Mariota and they will start Ryan Tannehill in this game. Saints and Bears, can Teddy Bridgewater go to 5-0 as a starter with Drew Brees injured? And then the Bears are coming off a bye week. Can Mitchell Trubisky finally show something and wake up 
and show us some flashes that he had last year. And then on Monday Night Football, you have the Patriots and the Jets. Sam Darnold was sensational last week versus the Dallas Cowboys. C.J. Mosley is expected to return for the Jets. Will that be enough to stop the hot, super hot New England Patriots? So that wraps up this week's My Sports Update football podcast. It is a bit of a mini podcast this week, but we covered a lot of content in a short period of time. The NFL trade deadline is coming up. Expect a lot of chatter and a lot of movement as the days go by. And of course, we have week seven of the NFL season coming up on Sunday. It is starting to get real serious for some teams around the NFL. It is the busy time of the season right now with so many things going on. We should be back to regular schedule next week of the podcast. As always, before I sign off, one final reminder that you can find the My Sports Update Football Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you listen to your podcast. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. I am your host, Ari Mayrov. I'll be back with a new episode next week. Thanks for listening, everyone. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy week seven.